Hello, everybody. Welcome to my first ever podcast. My name is Christopher Lopez. You can call me Chris. And today I want to talk about the Oscars. Now, the Oscars were something that has always been extremely important to me, which is, you know, silly because it's an award show and I'm not there, but it's what inspires me. Uh, I myself am an, am an actor and a writer. I decided around probably the seventh grade that I wanted to do so, and I've stuck with it ever since. Um, so I always look to the Oscars as, you know, a little bit of inspiration every year. Now, the 2016 list of Oscar nominations were announced the other day, and there's been a lot of uh, reaction to them. Uh, a lot of positive, a lot of negative, mostly negative, unfortunately. Uh, the biggest thing being that there weren't any people of color being nominated this year for the second year in a row, uh, which is still an issue, unfortunately. And we'll get to that. But right now I just want to talk about uh, the nominees, uh, the ones I expected, uh, what I think is going to win, what I think about the nominations, and so on. So let's get started. We're going to start off with the Best Picture nominees. All right, so this year we have, for Best Picture, The Big Short, Bridge of Spies, Brooklyn, Mad Max, The Martian, The Revenant, Room, and Spotlight. Um, out of these movies, I've only seen three of them. Yep. Oh, two of them. I've only seen two of them. And honestly, for the most part, I expected majority of these nominations. There were some that uh, I wasn't expecting, primarily uh, Room, since I didn't know much about it when it was released, and I didn't really follow it. Also, Brooklyn. didn't really uh, knew it came out, but both of them look like great movies, and I'm going to try my best to go watch all of these movies before the Oscars happen. Um, but I expected Spotlight, I expected The Big Short, expected Martian, expected Revenant, um, expected Bridge of Spies. I, however, was not expecting Mad Max, which is the biggest surprise to me for Best Picture, and there's been a lot of reaction to Mad Max. Um, now when people start thinking about, you know, what's, what actors and what movies are going to be nominated for the Oscars, uh, I feel like a lot of people just look through, you know, look at that through a subjective lens, primarily through anything, which is understandable. You want to see the movies that you enjoy the most that year do the best. Um, but that's not exactly how it works. Uh, award shows, especially the Oscars, um, it's a mix of what did the best artistically for that year, but primarily what is going to make them the most money by giving them a nomination. Um for those people who don't really look at it that way, it's unfortunately not all about uh, the merit that the movie brings. It is, you know, how much money Hollywood could rake in um, from, you know, publicizing these movies even further. Uh, the Big Short was a great movie. is one of the movies I did see. Uh, fantastic. Extremely re relevant to those in America. Um happened in 2007 2008 fantastic performances all around great writing great directing uh, i was very surprised by that film it was a great great movie uh and i did see mad max fury road when it came out and this this was a surprise for me simply because one uh the earlier a movie comes out i feel like the less like the least likely it is uh to become you know nominated for anything and it came out pretty early in 2015 i feel um but mad max fury road was a great movie top from top to bottom, f amazing, technically. Uh, Directing-wise, great. Cinematography, great. Photography, great. Performances were fantastic from both Tom Hardy, who barely said anything, and Char uh, Charlize Theron uh, as Furiosa. 
uh, it's just a great movie. It was a breath of fresh air. Only complaint is that it was probably a little too similar to the original Mad Max um, plot-wise, which isn't a big deal. Uh, it was a great re- reboot. Uh, this year was a great year for rebooting old worlds and franchises. Um, you know, Mad Max, Creed, Star Wars. Um, but yeah, it, it was a great movie, but I, did, I didn't expect it to get nominated for Best Picture. Um and a lot of people don't agree with that. Now, I wasn't per se rooting for it to be nominated for Best Picture. Now that it is nominated, I guess I can agree with it um, because it did get t- 10 nominations, the second most behind Revenant with 12. Um, and if it's getting nominations for everything else and every other aspect of the movie is fantastic, then I guess it deserves a Best Picture nomination. Uh, the only issue I have with a movie like Mad Max getting nominated for Best Picture is that a movie like Star Wars The Force Awakens was not nominated. Now, a lot of people, for their nostalgia and for their love for the movie, wanted or expected Star Wars to get nominated, when, unfortunately, popular movies like Star Wars don't get nominated. Um, was I wanting or expecting it to get nominated? No, not really. It was a great It was a great movie. I loved it. A lot of fun. Uh, cinematically amazing. Directing, great. Performances, solid. Um... But I, when I think of Best Picture of the Year in terms of the Academy Awards, in terms of art, uh, I wouldn't put Star Wars in that list. However, it was one of my personal favorite movies of the year because it was a great movie. Um, but I don't think it deserved a Best Picture nomination by any stretch of the word. Uh, my main argument is that it was just a little too similar to Star Wars Episode Four. Yes, I am one of those people who thinks that. Um, when you boil down the plot of that movie, it is Star Wars Episode Four, regardless of what anybody anybody says, which isn't a bad thing. There, it's a it's a good it's a good storyline, so it's not broke. Don't fix it. Uh, and it was a great way to introduce an, a newer, younger audience to Star Wars and Star Wars tropes and whatnot. Um, but that's that. Um, but that's the issue I have with Mad Max getting nominated. Is that Mad Max was a, I, I'm pretty sure it was pretty popular. Did well commercially. Did great critically. Um, and that got nominated, and Star Wars didn't. Um, and the reason why that kind of bothers me is because the Oscar, the Best Picture nominees, can be has a cap of ten. There's ten movies that they can pick. This is another year where they only picked eight, um, which is fine. I think five movies is too little. I think ten is too much. I think eight is a good number. But if you're just going to keep picking eight or below ten for that matter, just lower the cap so then you don't have a whole bunch of people yelling at the Academy that oh you had two more movies why didn't you nominate them? Just keep it at eight but because that there was two more slots they could have at least given two more movies some recognition which i felt like would have worked in hollywood's favor anyways um the two movies i probably would have included in that i really don't know um the other two movies uh i was expecting the hateful eight to get nominated for a best picture no- uh nomination uh just simply because it's quentin tarantino and most of his movies get nominated uh quentin tarantino is my favorite director and i went and saw the hateful eight the day of uh i expected a lot from it um, it was a good movie, but it was disappointing in the long run. The first hour and a half of the movie is extremely slow pace for no apparent reason. Uh, I did not enjoy Kurt Russell's performance whatsoever. I feel like so many better choices could have been made because it was a great character, just a bad choice in my opinion. Um, dialogue is great. I feel like The Hateful Eight should have been nominated for Best Original Screenplay, which it was not. Um, but at the end of the day, the story left a lot to be desired when it came to a conclusion. Um, 
basically the movie just didn't lead to anywhere was my issue regardless of how great the dialogue was regardless of how great the directing was if a story doesn't leave me satisfied it doesn't it, the, the movie falls flat um the performances are great samuel jackson deliver, delivering as always um uh other great performances look it up really quick And then, of course, uh, Jen Jennifer Jason uh, Lay, Lee, I don't know. She was nominated for an Oscar. She deserved it, absolutely killed it. Uh, and Walton Goggins uh, in the movie, who was basically Samuel Jackson's, uh, not right-hand man, but the third biggest male role in the film. This guy's good, and he doesn't get enough recognition for it. Walton Goggins was my favorite character in the film. Uh, great character work. The uh, same thing with Jennifer Jason Lee, who Lay. I don't know. I hope she gets. I hope she wins that that best supporting actress uh, nomination. To be honest, uh, but the film was great. It was a good movie. The first hour and a half uh, leaves a lot to be desired, and the remaining half of the movie it picks up. It's great. Stuff is happening, and then the movie ends, and you realize there was zero point to the film. And like I. At least I didn't get it. So if you guys want to explain it to me, go for it. Uh, Quentin Tarantino, as I said, is my favorite director. I he I he inspires me to no end. I respect his work to no end, and I just as much as I I like the Hateful Eight, I like the movie a lot. I can't give it a Best Picture nomination in my opinion. So I knew it wasn't going to get nominated either. Um, I was anticipating for it too because it's quentin tarantino but i didn't i wasn't convinced it was going to get nominated and it wasn't so cool um other movies uh beast of no nation from netflix um haven't seen it seen some clips of it looks like a fantastic film critically did well but i feel like netflix has not broken into the movie market to be recognized critically yet um obviously they're getting recognized for their tv shows which is great um but I feel like probably next year, a lot of Netflix work, a lot of Netflix-funded work will be uh, in the nominations, hopefully. Because a movie is a movie. But I feel like it wasn't nominated because it's on Netflix. Hollywood can't really make much money off of that. Um, other movies, uh, Straight Outta Compton, fantastic film. Would I give it a Best Picture nomination? Not sure. It was one of the hidden gems. Well, not really hidden because it did great commercially. But, it, but it, it was a gem of 2015 that not many people were expecting. Um, besides that, I can't really see any other films that I would nominate besides, um, oh, maybe Creed. Creed was a great movie, but I don't know if I'd give it a Best Picture nomination, but you got Creed, Straight Outta Compton, Beasts of No Nation, Star Wars, The Force Awakens, uh, The Hateful Eight. Uh, the, I guess those are some other movies that could have been considered for those last two slots, uh, but I understand why they weren't chosen. Um, but yeah, but moving on from there. We're going to get into the actors. So for an actor in a leading role, you got Brian Cranston for Trumbo, Matt Damon for The Martian, Leonardo DiCaprio for The Revenant, Michael Fassbender for Steve Jobs, and Eddie Redmayne for The Danish Girl. And this is where the backlash came from. No lead male actor of color was nominated this year for the second year in a row in any category. You know, lead actor, lead actress, supporting actor, actress. And it's a shame. Um, however, people are making it a much larger deal 
in terms of the academy attacking the academy directly more than anything when the academy necessarily isn't the sole problem is not the one all the blame should be being it should be being put on it's hollywood in general it's the casting directors it's the screenwriters it's directors it's people just knowing each other they're the ones that need to be blamed the people who are actually creating and facilitating these roles who are putting the people in these roles are the ones who are causing the issue there is not enough equal opportunity for people of color and not just black hispanic especially asian middle eastern i haven't seen an asian person in a lead role ever i think that hasn't had to do with that wasn't you know a movie put in japan uh, a japanese film i haven't seen a western film with an asian lead actor ever i don't think so i think the last movie i saw with a prominent asian actor was maybe gran torino i might not be watching the right movies but if it if it's not something to you know stereotypically do with asian culture nine times out of ten you're not going to find uh an asian actor in a prominent role and that's unfortunate now when it comes to the academy awards people are saying oh it's racism that people of color are not getting nominated it's i wouldn't say it's racism on the academy's part i would say it's racism on hollywood's part the academy has to pick from a certain pool of people that are have that objectively had the best performances that year which is what i agree with it needs to be objective when it comes to nominations now in this year there were not many actors of color who were you know who had the opportunity to be in a great role to hopefully get that nomination that's not their fault that's hollywood's fault and then that leads it and then you have the academy who has to pick from the people and then objectively unfortunately the ones that they thought were the best that year were all white actors which i don't agree with I agree with a lot of the nominations. I agree with Brian Cranston for Trumbo, Matt Damon for The Martian, obviously Leonardo DiCaprio for The Revenant, Michael ba- Fassbender for Steve Jobs. Only one I don't agree with is Eddie Redmayne for The Danish Girl. I feel like in this slot, Idris Elba for Beasts of No Nations, of No Nation should have been nominated. It was a missed opportunity to not only give Netflix recognition, to give Idris Elba recognition and people of color recognition. But there is, I although I, the performance for Danish Girl seems fantastic, it didn't scream actor in a leading role to me by any at all. Um, but that's my opinion. So if you don't agree with it, let me know why in the comments. But other people that people are, uh, other actors that people are talking about who feel like who they feel should have been nominated or recognized are Will Smith for Concussion, uh, Michael B. Jordan for Creed, um, and then, of course, the actors for from Straight Outta Compton, who, in my opinion, Corey Hawkins, who played Dr. Dre, he stole the show for me. He absolutely killed it. Um, just a, a fantastic performance from a young actor, and that's what I like to see. That whole movie was just such a big surprise and it was just so great to watch. Even O'Shea Jackson Jr., Ice Cube's son, playing as Ice Cube, did great. Jason Mitchell, who played Easy E, fantastic. Um, especially near the end of the movie, his acting chops really start shining. 
um, although there were strong performances, I don't necessarily know if I could give them a best actor nomination, possibly for supporting actor. I really don't know um, what you would classify the the actors in Straight Outta Compton as lead actors or supporting actors because it is an ensemble work. Um, but I really was wanting Corey Hawkins as Dr. Dre or even Jason Mitchell's Easy E to be recognized. Um, for and that that's what people are just so upset about. There just wasn't a lot of roles to pick from in terms of people of color. Um, everyone's making a big deal of that. No black people getting represented, but why are no Asian people getting represented? Why aren't no Hispanic people being Benicio del Toro for Sicario? Why was he not being represented? There's just not enough color in Hollywood, which then gives the Academy not enough choice. It's the fault of both, because out of it, but just because the Academy has a few choices of color, in this case Idris Elba, who should have been nominated, just because there is an option for someone of color doesn't mean that they should just pick them because they are they are of color. To be quite frank, that's not racism. If they're doing it objectively and in their objective opinion, ironically. They feel like these five actors were the ones that did the best job for that year. Then those are the choices. However, I am still upset that there just aren't enough roles. There isn't enough opportunity for all people of color, for all ethnicities. And that's what's upsetting. They could have picked... They could have picked somebody different for the, for the Martian. Did Matt Damon do great? Yeah, they could have picked somebody of color. Well, not necessarily black, I don't think, because I feel like it specifies in the book. But it could have been a Hispanic, a light-skinned Hispanic. It could have been an Asian. What would what would have been the difference? Not much. A, ethnicity in a film, unless it's historical, unless it's a historical film or it demands for a specific type of person, I feel like color, it, it just doesn't make sense. Colorblind casting needs to be practiced on a large scale um more stars could be found that way more opportunity could be given out to those and more art and creative projects could just be made and it's just better for everybody in all honesty but anyways let's move on to actress in a leading role um i can't give much input on this because i haven't seen these films uh you got kate blanchett for carol brie larson for room Jennifer Lawrence for Joy, Charlotte Rampling for 45 Years, and Sorise Ronan for Brooklyn. Um, honestly, I don't know. Will Jennifer Lawrence win again? Who knows? People are also complaining about Jennifer Lawrence getting nominated again. Well, when Although she does deserve nominations and recognition because she is a, fantac- a fantastic actress, it's also because she's Hollywood's sweetheart. And they're kind of conditioning her to be the next Meryl Streep, where everything she does is fantastic, regardless of the actual quality of the film. In this case, Joy not doing great commercially or critically right now in comparison to previous David O. Russell films, which is unfortunate because he's an f- amazing director. Um, great films, The Fighter, Silver Linings Playbook, American Hustle. Um, she's going to keep getting nominated for any movie that's being looked at cr- in a critical in the critical sense. She's she is Hollywood at this point in terms of in terms of the in terms of women. 
but it's not that she doesn't deserve it. I don't know if she's gonna win. Would I? Would I like her to win? Would I be happy? Happy if she won? Yeah, because I love Jennifer Lawrence. She's one of my favorite actresses. One of my biggest inspirations as a performer. But I don't know if I can say she's gonna win this year. I feel like it's gonna be between Brie Larson and Sorice Ronan, um, which would be great for Ronan since she's. I'm pretty sure she's the youngest on this list um, of nominees, and this is also her first nomination. And she, it seems like she gave a hell of a performance in Brooklyn. So, oh, I also just realized I didn't give my prediction for actor in a leading role. Um, my prediction for actor in a leading role, without a doubt, is going to be Leonardo DiCaprio for The Revenant. I thought he, I was so wholeheartedly thinking he was going to win in 2013 for The Wolf of Wall Street. I saw that movie three times in theater, enjoyed it, amazing from top to bottom, regardless of how vo vulgar it was. It's not a movie for everybody. But then, a week before the Oscars in 2013, well, in that case, 2014, I saw Dallas Buyers Club, and at that moment, I knew Leonardo DiCaprio wasn't going to win, which broke my heart. Um, it's just, it's sad how many times this guy has been nominated, and just, they just won't give it to him. But I feel like this year, for what this man had to do for this role, for this film, in conjunction with the remaining pool of talent that was nominated, I feel like this is his year. I have no doubt in my mind. Now, this will, this is going to suck if I'm wrong, but I have zero doubt in my mind that Leonardo DiCaprio is going to win it. Um, I feel like he's the most deserving out of this list. Although, I honestly, if Brian Cranston was nominated in a different year, that you know, not in the same block as Leonardo DiCaprio, I'd want him to win simply because I want Brian Cranston to become an EGOT at some point because he is one of my favorite actors as well. Um and I'm pretty sure this is his first Oscar nomination. So uh, who knows if and when he'll get nominated for another one. Uh, but Leon this is Leonardo's year, without a doubt. I feel like no other performance even comes close. So there's that. So you have an actor in a leading role, Leonardo DiCaprio. Actress in a leading role. Mm, I'm going to go ahead and go with... Uh, I'm going to go with Brie Larson for Room. Why not? Second choice, Sorius Ronan for Brooklyn. Moving on, actor in a supporting role. You got Christian Bale for The Big Short, Tom Hardy for The Revenant, Mark Ruffalo for Spotlight, Mark Rylance for Bridge of Spies, and Sylvester Stallone for Creed. Now, Christian Bale in The Big Short absolutely demolished this role. So good. The subtleties, the choices. Great. Incredible. It's one of those roles where... You know, it's a it's a dialogue film, for those of you, those people who don't, you know, necessarily like dialogue or or want more action, want more comedy. He kills it. Yeah, he just definitely deserves the actor and supporting role nomination. Um, however, in my opinion, I also thought that Steve Carell deserved a nomination for actor supporting role. They were both nominated for a Golden Globe. Steve Carell, for me, stole the film. He is just doing such good work lately, and I don't know why he hasn't been doing it earlier, but this guy's good. I love seeing him every time he's on screen, whether it's a drama or a comedy or just... He just always delivers, and he always seems like he's having a great time, which is always fun to see. Uh, Tom Hardy for The Revenant. This guy has not been given the recognition over the years that he has deserved. Uh, if you haven't seen Bronson, amazing in Bronson. The movie that made that made him become one of my favorite actors today is Warrior with Joel Edgerton. 
absolutely amazing performance. This guy is just so good. He hasn't been given the recognition he's deserved, and it makes it, it brings joy to my heart knowing that Tom Hardy has finally been recognized for The Revenant. Um, apparently, a lot of people are saying that Tom Hardy actually eclipses Leonardo DiCaprio in terms of performance in the movie. So once I go see that, I'll go give my two cents. But happy he's been nominated. Uh, Mark Ruffalo for Spotlight. Uh, Mark Ruffalo delivers in every movie he's in, so not much else can be seen there. Spotlight is probably the movie I'm most excited to see outside of The Revenant, so once I see that, I'll let you know. Mark Rylance for Bridge of Spies. Uh, don't know who he is. Good for him for getting the nomination. Haven't seen the film. Can't say much. Moving on. Sylvester Stallone for Creed. Now, when I saw Creed, I knew he was going to get nominated for Golden Globe. I knew he was going to win the Golden Globe. Great performance. I'm not sure if I necessarily agree with actor in a supporting role uh, in terms of the Oscars. Good for him. Will he win? I don't know. I feel like he's the favorite to win right now. But I I don't know. It, I, the biggest surprise in this category was Mark Rylance for Bridge of Spies, honestly. I'm just saying that because not many people have heard of him, at least. And, I mean, I haven't heard of him. And... It was just kind of out of the blue. I feel like that spot should have been for uh, Steve Carell for the big short. But what can you do? Um, my prediction for this category to win, I'm going to say my personal pick I want to I want to win, and I feel like has a very strong chance to win, is Tom Hardy for The Revenant. And I feel like the most likely choice is going to be Sylvester Stallone for Creed. But take that with a grain of salt. Moving on. Actress in a supporting role. Jennifer Jason Leigh, Lee, I don't know, The Hateful Eight, Rooney Mara for Carol, Rachel McAdams for Spotlight, Alicia Vikander for The Danish Girl, and Kate Winslet for Steve Jobs. Another category I can't give much input on besides The Hateful Eight, Jennifer Jason Leigh. Once I saw this film, I knew she was going to get nominated. She knocked that role out of the park. And honestly, when this film was being casted, there was rumors that Jennifer Lawrence was uh, Quentin Tarantino was trying to cast Jennifer Lawrence for Jennifer Jason Leigh's uh, role, and she had to turn it down because she was filming Joy, which I mean worked out for her because Jennifer Lawrence was still nominated. But only if only she could have done both, because maybe she would have been nominated for two Oscars in a year, just like Jamie Foxx was. But Jennifer Jason Lee absolutely killed it. Once I saw this film, I couldn't even imagine Jennifer Lawrence in that role. I have no doubt she probably could have pulled it off, but I just couldn't picture it in that moment. Um, that's my choice to win. I hope Jennifer Jason Lee wins. Um, will she win? I have no idea. I hope she does. Um, some of the favorites I'm hearing right now are Alicia Vikander for The Dan Danish Girl, um, as well as Kate Winslet for Steve Jobs. But I don't know. It's just a... Uh, that category is up in the air. I'm only going to do a, a few more categories, just the ones that interest me the most. I feel the most uh, important ones, the one that people care about the most, uh, per se. So let's go with a animated feature film. Uh, you got Animals, uh, Animalisa. Haven't seen it. Don't know. Boy of the Boy in the World. Haven't seen it. Don't know. Uh, Shaun the Sheep, the movie, which interesting that they made it into a movie. Uh, and then when Marnie was there as well as Inside Out. Uh, popular choice is going to be Inside Out, obviously. Uh, for, I don't know how Shaun the Sheep got nominated, but uh, Inside Out is the popular choice. I hope it wins, simply because it, it plays with some themes that I think are important for people to see. Um, but I feel like uh, when Marnie was there, has a strong chance. So we'll leave it at that.
Um, let's see what other categories are important. Ah, one of my favorite categories, directing. Nominated for directing, Adam McKay for The Big Short, George Miller for Mad Max Fury Road, Alejandro G. Inaritu for The Revenant, Lenny Abrahamson for Room, and Tom McCarthy for Spotlight. Now, the popular choice, I feel, as well as my personal choice that I hope wins, is Alejandro Gonzalez Inaritu for The Revenant, uh, simply because he does amazing work. Uh, he brings great performances out of his actors. Uh, he's majority of the work that I've seen from him has all of it has been great. I haven't seen one bad thing from him. Uh, being having the initiative to film this movie in natural light is incredible. Um, the conditions that they they had to put himself through, as well as his cast and his tech, uh, to get this film to you know where he wanted it, is incredible. And gorge, it just it looks like a gorgeous film. So I want him to win. I hope he wins. Will he win? I don't know. I feel like I feel like it's up in the air between Alejandro Gonzalez Inarritu and George Miller for Mad Max Fury Road. I would not be surprised if George Miller won. Would I be mad? Absolutely not. He would deserve it. Uh, did a great job in Mad Max. For those of you who haven't seen it and still don't understand why Mad Max is getting so much praise, go watch the movie. If you are a, a film lover and love all this stuff, go watch it. It's a great film. Um... But I feel like it's between those two. Uh, maybe even Tom McCarthy for Spotlight. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, moving on. Moving on. Moving on. I just love Oscar time. It's just such a great time of year. Films are just awesome. Awesome things to do. Awesome things to analyze. Awesome things to love. Um, I feel like those are the, the big ones. Hopefully I'm not missing any. I guess I'll go to the... Okay, we got writing. Writing's important to me, so uh, writing for adapted screenplay. We got The Big Short, Brooklyn, Carol, Martian, and Room. Um, popular choice is probably going to be Marsh The Martian. I feel like it's going to be. Oh man, this is a tough one, huh? Oh, fun fact: uh, Steve Jobs was completely snubbed for this category. If Pretty sure it was adapted screenplay, but the uh, outrageous stub, uh, snub, stub, yeah, outrageous snub. Um, I don't know which movie I'd replace to put Steve Jobs in here. Probably Carol. I'd probably replace Carol and put Steve Jobs in there. Um, I think The Martian might win, but I'm also leaning towards Room, so I'm gonna give it to Room. Uh, moving on, we got writing for original screenplay. Bridge of Spies. Ex Machina, Inside Out, Spotlight, and finally a nomination that it deserved, Straight Outta Compton. This is a tough one. I feel like The Hateful Eight was uh, snubbed in this category as well. I don't know what I would replace. Um, hmm. What would I replace in this? I'd probably replace Straight Outta Compton, honestly. Eh. Can you really consider Straight Outta Compton an original screenplay if it was based off of history, per se? I don't know. Interesting thought. Or maybe even Bridge of Spies. I don't know. This is also a really tough category. Um, for original screenplay, I'm going to give to Spotlight. Hmm. This looks like it was very well written. Um, but those are my thoughts on the Oscars as of right now. If there's anything any of you would like to discuss, 
um, whether it comes to my predictions, my thoughts. Um, maybe, ooh, one more. I lied. Let's do cinematography. We got Carol, The Hateful Eight, Mad Max Fury Road, The Revenant, and Sicario. This is an incredibly, incredibly dense and difficult category. I Hateful Eight being shot in 70 millimeter, I don't know. Revenant being shot in natural light, I don't know. Sicario has an incredible style. Mad Max has an incredible style. This is be oh man, this is between the Revenant and Mad Max for me, honestly. Even Sicario, oh gosh, uh, Mad Max or or the Revenant. Oh man, cinematographer, I, I'm, uh, I'm gonna go with Mad Max Fury Road. Don't hold me to that because I, I I would be happy with that or the Revenant or any of these besides Carol, honestly. Anyways. If you have any questions about what I think about the Oscars or Hollywood in general, me as a performer, actor, writer, um, leave them in the comments section below. Uh, leave, Tell me your thoughts on this whole lack of representation for colored people in, in Hollywood, how you feel about it, how you feel about award shows in general. Because honestly, the the talent that is selected for these award shows, they don't care as, as much about these awards as, as we do. Uh, if you saw the Golden Globes, they were all just making fun of it. Uh, these awards do not... <laughs> they don't they don't add value to the person they don't add value to the films it's just so subjective it really doesn't matter it, these awards are designed just to make the films more popular and to make the hollywood more money if you go to the store and you see the revenant nominee of 12 oscars on it it's going to immediately make you think that it was a great film and you're going to either rent or buy that movie and then more money or it's if it's still in the theater, you're going to go to the theater and go watch it. That's what these awards are for. That's why – that's going to be a large, you know, reason why some of these people, some of these films are getting nominated for certain things, at least the big, the, the big nominations, the best picture, actor, uh, directing, writing, stuff like that. It's all to make money. So let me know your thoughts on the whole situation with people of color. Let me know your thoughts on the nominees, what movies you thought were snubbed. Uh, if you agree with me, if you don't disagree with me, just be respectful and, you know, let me uh, – give me give me some good reasons, some well-thought-out reasons. And especially if it's well-thought-out, I'll, I'll reply to you. It's a lot of fun. Have some good film conversation. But uh, what movies – what were your favorite movies of, the, of this year? It doesn't necessarily need to be movies that were nominated for anything. Just give me your top five, top ten a list of uh, favorite movies that you saw in 2015, uh, which movies you want to win in the Oscars, and uh, what movies you're, I guess, most excited for in 2016. Uh, just cinema is just such a great medium to be a lover of. And the Oscars just makes it, and award shows in general, just make it a little bit more fun for people like us. Um, so, yeah. Uh, until next time, thank you for listening, and have a good one.